everyone, my name is Eric Escobar, and I'm the Tech Talker. As I'm pretty sure all of you know, the American East Coast and parts of the Caribbean were hit hard by Hurricane Sandy. During and after the storm, many Tech Talker fans wrote in to me asking how to protect their tech from disaster, and also how technology could help protect us in the event of another life-or-death emergency. That's why I decided to dedicate today's show to answering a few questions related to disaster tech preparedness. But first, this podcast is brought to you by lynda.com, a leading online learning company that helps you learn software, business, and creative skills to achieve personal and professional goals. Find out why subscribers worldwide rely on it to learn anytime, anywhere, and at their own pace with top quality video tutorials. Try it free for seven days. Visit lynda.com slash tech to receive your free trial. That's lynda.com slash tech, T-E-C-H. Now, what's awesome about this is that the free trial is completely risk-free, unlimited access for seven days, and just cancel if you're not completely satisfied. They have more than 77,000 video tutorials. lynda.com offers a range of content from bite-sized tutorials to comprehensive courses in business, social media, web design, photography, and project management. Okay, now as a listener of the Tech Talker podcast, there are a ton of awesome courses to choose from. Some of the ones that I recommend are how to use Gmail like a pro and how to make a custom web app for an iPad. And not only are these videos top quality, but they make everything easy to understand. Memberships start at just $25 per month and it provides unlimited 24-7 access to top quality video courses taught by expert instructors with real-world experience. And you can even learn on-the-go with lynda.com, optimized mobile site, or a free iPhone and iPad app for members. One of the first questions that came up was how to safeguard your technology from disaster. I've covered this extensively in my earlier episode on backing up your data, so make sure you check that one out right away. The best thing you can do to keep your computer data safe is to keep your computer's backup away from your computer. That way, if fire, flood, or hurricane devastates your home, you don't have to worry about your backup being destroyed too. The best and most cost-effective way to do this is through a service such as CrashPlan or Carbonite, which will back up your files automatically and off-site. Okay, so that'll safeguard your data, but what about your computer and other electronics? Well, as you know from my very first Tech Talker episode, water can do some terrible things to electronics, especially if there's electricity running through the circuits. That's why the best thing you can do in the event of a flood is to pull the wall plug or remove any batteries from your devices. This will help to prevent a short caused by the ions in the water. If you're a regular Tech Talker listener, then I'm sure you already knew about those two last tips. But now, let's talk about how technology can help you in a crisis. One of the more useful items that i found for emergencies is battery backup. This is basically like a giant laptop battery that can run appliances when your power fails. The price of these battery backup systems can range from $100 to $1,000 depending on how large you want it. Generally, battery backup units are only good to run small things for a while or large objects such as a computer for a few minutes. I live in California and we often experience power outages when temperatures get into the hundreds. Trust me when I say this, it is a huge bummer when you're finishing that last sentence on a paper and the power goes out. Having a battery backup system plugged in will automatically ensure that you save your document or project and will have enough time to back it up and shut down properly so that nothing is lost. Depending on what you're working on, if it saves you once, it might be well worth the cost. 
Thanks again to our sponsor, lynda.com. With lynda.com, you can learn software, business, and creative skills to achieve personal and professional goals. Try lynda.com free for seven days by visiting lynda.com slash tech. That's lynda.com slash tech. Next, let's talk about generators. But first, here's my disclaimer. Electricity is dangerous stuff, so be sure to read up on how the items I mentioned in this podcast will work with your devices. The last thing I want is for one of my listeners to have a shocking surprise. Okay, so you're probably thinking that generators are a really complex topic, but in reality, many of you drive a generator to work every day. That's right, a car can act as an amazing backup generator in an emergency. For about $20, you can buy a small device called an inverter that plugs into the cigarette lighter of your car and converts the car power to USB and wall power. This small inverter is generally great for smaller, less energy-intensive devices, such as laptops and smartphones. But how helpful will this little investment be when you're in a disaster and your cell phone dies and you can't get in touch with anybody? If you want to get even more high-tech, you can buy a larger inverter for about $50. Now, this inverter will attach to your car's battery to power large items such as your refrigerator. But just keep in mind that the engine will have to be running in order to get power to these devices. Because if not, the car battery will deplete really quickly. Now, these inverters may not be able to power a whole house, but they'll sure work for small devices when you're in a pinch. Plus, you don't need much to get yourself prepared. All you need is your car and the inverter, and voila, you have yourself a MacGyver generator. Now, if you want to know way more about this topic, check out this link to the Survival Podcast, which I've posted in the show notes. The next base you'll want to cover is Communication. In a disaster, both cell and landline networks can go down or get flooded with calls. Now, this is obviously not ideal when you're trying to get in touch with someone, but keep in mind that there are many other ways to communicate. During Hurricane Sandy, many people could use cellular data even though they couldn't make calls. This meant that they could tweet, email, and sometimes even text loved ones. Of course, there may not always be a reliable cell network in every disaster. So the best way to be prepared is to get a radio such as a HAM, CB, or MERS. Now, each of these radios is different from one another and has a specialized purpose. These radios can be used for a wide variety of things, such as for long-range communication, emergency responders, and even for radio enthusiasts. I'll go into more detail about radios in another podcast, but essentially they are way more reliable than your cell phone because they can send and receive messages independent of any network. This is completely different from cell towers and landline networks that require huge infrastructure to be maintained in order for them to work. For example, if you were to call a friend's cell phone who is sitting right next to you, this is the path that your call would take. The signal would have to go from your cell phone to a cell tower, then through the routing network, then be sent from the tower to their phone. If any link in that chain were broken, then the call wouldn't go through. Radios are different in that they can send and receive signals without the need for a vast network. When you send a radio transmission, it is picked up directly by another radio, and vice versa. If you want to know more about radios, especially hams, my call sign is Kilo Juliet 6 Oscar Hotel Hotel. Or you can just shoot me an email at techtalker at quickanddirtytips.com. I love radios, so if you want to hear an episode about this topic, please let me know. And be sure to check out all of my earlier episodes at techtalker.quickanddirtytips.com.
And if you have any further questions about this podcast or want to make a suggestion for a future episode, post your comments on the Tech Talker Facebook page. And until next time, I'm the Tech Talker, keeping technology simple.